not be listening to the gospel today. Amen. 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 Mm. How many times did Jesus say truly, truly, I say to you? Mm. How many times did he say today? Two times. I cost you, eh? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? The police will be at the now. That didn't let go in the house of God. If you listen attentively, you'll capture it. Three times. The first one, he said what? Truly, truly, I say to you, the Son of Man can do nothing of his own accord, but only what he sees the Father doing, that's what he does. Number two, he said, Truly, truly, I say unto you, hmm? he who hears my word and believes him who sent me has eternal life and does not come to judgment and has passed from death to life. The third one, truly, truly, I say unto you, the hour is coming and now is when the dead will hear the voice of the Son of God and those who hear it will live. <coughs> Each time Jesus says, truly, truly, I say to you, it's a decree in heaven. Many years ago, the Lord began to arm my faith with truly, truly. I went through all the gospel, and I took all the truths, meditating on them on the great part of my heart. And these are the anchor truths that you must build your life on. You want to be strong in the face of the darkness that is ravaging the world. People of God, things are happening in the spirit. And we must be fully aware. It will be a full hearted for us. We want to be sensitive to what is happening in the spirit. Life is not what we see. What we see, life is not what we see. You know. And the, the less sensitive we are, the more dangerous we get. That's what Jesus will say. He said, uh, uh, he said, they are awake and alert, you know. They are awake and alert. Alright? You know that what Jesus revealed to us here in the first truly truly, that he is every day teleguided by God. So whatever he is, you see him doing, the Father endorses it. And you know, in fact, the Father displays it in the spirit and then he plays it in the physical. Is not given to you to order your steps. God is the one who orders your steps. And that's why Jesus said, Man does not live by bread alone, but by every word that comes from the mouth of God. So, by implication, every day you must receive a word that guides your steps. A part of the word of God must touch you, must quake your soul, and shake you. You see? Because as you go about your daily task, Yes, and the energy of the word of God, your soul has trapped. To live your life with, without such reality is to make yourself vulnerable. I'm talking about a higher dimension of Christian life, not the lower dimension where many are just there. Where they can just afford to keep emphasizing the mercy of God to the detriment of lack of grace. No. You must understand that your life is not to be guided by reason. Reason is not sufficient to give you the life that God is talking about here. That's what the Bible says. The righteous shall live 
by faith. And faith comes to the word of God. You must train your heart every day to hear from God. That's why the reasons are given to us. Number two, he says, truly I say unto you, he who hears my word, you see, he's telling himself, I'm not talking about other things, he who hears my word and believes the one who has sent me, something happens to you. You see, the person has, has the possessive pronoun, meaning that man, not only that, the person has eternal life, not the animal life. There's the animal human life and there's the divine life, the eternal life. And so the word of God has the capacity to bring into your system a higher substance of life. And what happens that when it comes, it superimposes itself on the ordinary life. What the serpent of Moses did to the serpent of the Jesus is what eternal life does to the human life in you. It eats it up. And that's why he said, I have come that you may have life and have it abundantly. So that your life on earth, even though you are still in flesh and blood, is powered by another type of energy. And not just the normal one, but the supernatural one. You must allow this both deep into your soul. And you must evolve into that version of you that God wants you to be. If you dwell in the animal life, be ready for all forms of issues. That's why Jesus said the flesh profits nothing. The church must grow to this version that God is expected of us. Not those who are living the abundant life of the flesh life or the animal life, but those who are living the abundant life of the divine life, the eternal life. On account of that, the now comes and says, He does not come under judgment. Not judgment on the last day. Do you know the amount of evil judgment that they passed every night by which which cobons and demonic operations? Every day, curses, spells are being thrown into the atmosphere. People catch those curses and get sickness. Couples wake up, they went to bed with peace, they woke up fighting and cutting themselves with knives. A young boy today is looking so sound, tomorrow all of a sudden he changes and becomes a dreamer. Smoking, carrying guns, and doing all kinds of things. You think you just spend it like that? They are all cooked up in the realm of the spirit. And these cases are being released, judgment and condemnation. It is called catatrima. And so Jesus is saying that once you are open on this dimension, the curses that have that permitted the atmosphere, the spells that are everywhere, the negative issues, uh, then you call it the shadows of death. When they come to your dimension, they cannot because you are not operating the higher realms. No more judgment. I not think why? Because you are passed from the regions of death to the regions of life. You don't pray God to protect you. When He gives you the He settles that problem. Are we together here? Very important. God now says that we carry this treasure in earthen vessel. We carry it inside. It's the gift of God. You have it. You have it. Live in that consciousness. More wicked things are going to be happening. Death not God. More wicked things are going to be happening. Strange things are going to be coming. So you better train yourself to this version. Don't say you are weak. There's not like weakness in that dimension because it's a battle. Any military man who goes to the future and says he's weak, he's not qualified to come back home. You should be killed there. 
Amen. Amen. That's why you say, whoever places down on the ground and looks back, he's not worthy of the kingdom. Because you are destined to win by continual pressing to operate the version of God that He has given to you. Oh, I love the word of God. It's so beautiful. We are passed from the regions of death. The government of death cannot subdue this kind of person. Let all the forces in this world come against you. They cannot. He said, No one likes a lantern and puts under the bed. He puts on the lampstand that he may shine. You are that lantern, Christ has lighted. And now he's hanging you and you're saying, No, I can't shine. Why? And so I said, Arise and shine. Stop living the petty life. Stop living the petty life. Stop living the life of appetite. The life of no, just, no, 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 you can't go to that way. We must move. Because the Lord is waiting for us to move. His grace is sufficient for us. Paul himself struggled at the point he could not. At the point he saw that the power of God was so much in him, he said, I can do all things. Let that be your language in the face of difficulty. In the face when you see that you can't do it, just keep telling yourself, I can do it. I can do it. Do it through Christ that strengthens me. That is the language of faith. And for when the word of faith is believed, power comes. We can't become a bunch of failures in a Christian faithful. No. Paul Peter says you must live the fruitful Christian life. Test and see that what? That's the reality. The third one says, truth me, I say unto you, the hour is coming. And he says, now is when the dead will hear the voice of the Son of God. And those who hear it shall live. If the dead we hear it and rise, are we dead? Not yet. So we are still on the better place. We must hear his voice. You must desire his voice. You must pursue his voice. Each day that passes, and you not pick a signal from his voice. Hey, hey, something's wrong. He said, I know my sheep, and my sheep know me. They hear my voice. And he speaks every day. He speaks every day. If you tune your, your listening ear and open your heart, he will drop a word in your heart. He sent his word to heal them and to deliver them from destruction. And this during this lecture period is a time for you to shake yourself up. If you notice that you are not flowing flow in any dimension, shake yourself up. That's why prayer. Asking and arms-giving has been given to you as a spiritual infrastructure to shake you up so you can come back to alignment and walk in this path that God has given to us. So that you can be a blessing to yourself. You can be a blessing to the church. You can be a blessing to your family. You can be a blessing to your people. Don't just die like uh, any other person out there and then when you die, they just leave no relation for you. No! Your expectation when you transit should be should be should be beyond oration. That your death has made an impact, that heaven will rejoice because of you. And after some years, they can still recount what you did. We have all that possibility. We should decide. We should say, God, my existence on earth will not just be ordinary. And if you make up your mind, the Holy Spirit is there. Many say, How shall this come to be? He said, Don't worry. The power of the Most High will what overshadow you. And when that power overshadows you, you will see yourself doing strange things, living strange life. 
you will see your life being guided by a different dimension. But you are the one to open the door. You are the one to desire it. If you're not, God will not hit you. Will not force himself on you. Personally, many years ago, I told myself, I will not be a colossal failure of my Christian faith. I will not. I'm there on the level of desiring, uh, if I try and try, I will fix for God. <laughs> We're supposed to be for God. What happens? So aim for heaven. If by any means something happens, and then you come to forget it, oh good. Alright? So that's why we must work out our salvation with trembling and fear. For a few weeks down the line to the end of this season, I hope something has started happening inside of you because you cannot afford to miss the grace of this season that will catapult you again to the next level. God is praying for us. So at this mass, they will open ourselves to Jesus that He may touch us, that He may transform us, that He may shake us up so we can bring another version of us that is expected. A church without wrinkles, without spots, a church washed by the word of God, that He may gloriously present to the Father. Say, Father, yes, these are the dividend of my passion, death, and resurrection. May God bless you, my hands through Christ our Lord. Amen. Truth that you must build your life on. If you want to be strong in the face of the darkness that is ravaging the world, people of God, things are happening in the spirit. And we must be fully aware. It will be a full hearted for us. We want to be sensitive to what is happening in the spirit. Life is not what we see. What we see. Life is not what we see. You know. And the, the less sensitive we are, the more dangerous it gets. That's what Jesus will say. He said, uh, uh, be awake and alert, you know. Be awake and alert. Alright? You know that what Jesus is revealing to us here in the first truly truly, that he is every day 
teleguided by God. Whatever he is, you see him doing, the father endorses it. As a matter of fact, the father displays it in the spirit and then he plays it in the physical. It's not given to you to order your steps. God is the one who orders your steps. And that's why Jesus said, Man does not live by bread alone, but by every word that comes from the mouth of God. So, by implication, every day you must receive a word that guides yourself. A part of the word of God must touch you, must break your soul, and shake you. You see? So, as you go about your daily task, there's an energy of the word of God, your soul has trapped. To live your life with, without such reality is to make yourself vulnerable. I'm talking about a higher dimension of Christian life, not the lower dimension where many are just there. Where they can just afford to keep emphasizing the mercy of God to the detriment of lack of grace. No. You must understand that your life is not to be guided by reason. Reason is not sufficient to give you the life that God is talking about you. That's what the Bible says, the righteous shall live by faith. And faith comes from the word of God. You must train your heart every day to hear from God. That's why the reasons are given to us. Number two, he says, truly I say unto you, he who hears my word, you see. He said himself, I'm not talking about others too. He who hears my word and believes the one who has sent me. Something happens to you. He said the person has, has the possessive pronoun, now. Meaning that man, not when you die, the person has eternal life, not the animal life. There's the animal human life and there's the divine life, the eternal life. And so the word of God has the capacity to bring you to your system, a higher substance of life. And what happens that when it comes, it superimposes itself on the ordinary life. What the serpent of Moses did to the serpent of the Jesus is what eternal life does to the human life in you. It eats it up. And that's why Jesus said, I have come that you may have life and have it abundantly. So that your life on earth, even though you are still in flesh and blood, is powered by another type of energy. And not just the normal one, but the supernatural one. You must allow this go deep into your soul. And you must be involved into that version of you that God wants you to live. If you dwell in your animal life, be ready for all forms of issues. That's why Jesus said, the flesh profits nothing. The church must grow to this version that God is expecting of us. Not those who are living the abundant life of the flesh life or the animal life, but those who are living the abundant life of the divine life, the eternal life. On account of that, the Lord continues and says, He does not come under judgment. Not judgment on the last day. We know the amount of evil judgment that being passed every night by which which cobons and demonic operations. Every day, curses, spells are being thrown into the atmosphere. People catch those curses and get sickness. Couples wake up, they went to bed with peace, they woke up fighting and cut themselves with knives. A young boy today is looking so sound, tomorrow all of a sudden he changes and becomes a dreamer. Smoking, carrying guns, and doing all kinds of things. 
You think you just person like that? They are all cooked up in the realm of the spirit. And these cases are being released.